All right, let's give a warm welcome to our guest from Two Dots, Eric Glover. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for making it. I'm the community manager at Dots, which means I have the privilege of getting to interact with all the fans of our game, such as Dots and Two Dots. And one of the most consistent uh, topics of praise that we get for Two Dots has to do with its music. Uh, we have a lot of compliments about the aesthetic of the game, how fun and challenging it is, but invariably every single week when I check in with players, they have nothing but glowing things to say about the music and how it makes them feel while they're playing it. Uh, so the two masterminds behind that magical feeling are Ross and uh, Cody, who are just off stage. I'm gonna invite them on. Uh, we're gonna talk for a good 10 minutes. Uh, we're gonna have our dinner shortly and then I don't know, 50 minutes of dessert. Well, you guys will see these guys play with their eight-piece band. I'm really excited. I've heard them rehearse. They're amazing. Uh, some of you already know. And uh, we'll get started now. Ross and Cody, please come on stage and please give them a round of applause. So yeah, I uh, just want to give you a personal thanks for being the linchpin of this event at all. Uh, we wanted to make sure that Two Dots was presented in a unique and fun way. Uh, when doing events like this in New York City, and um, you guys were the obvious first pick as to how to put ourselves out there. Thank you for making this happen. Thank you. Pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, to the questions. Uh, could you tell us exactly what your roles at DOTS are and what they look like on a day-to-day -day basis? Uh, we're the in-house composers and sound designers. Okay, cool. And what does that entail this, on a regular basis? That's everything that's in the game all the sound design, um, all of the music that you hear throughout the game, as well as the promotional material. What were you doing as a duo before you joined Dots? Uh, we have a company called Upright T-Rex Music, and we make music for commercials and movies and things like that. How'd you get started? Uh, well, we met in high school. I sat behind him in homeroom. <laughs> and then the rest was history. Yeah. We didn't know each other then, though. It was, I think a whole year went by that we didn't know each other. Saw the back of your head for about a year. <laughs> and then we joined. We were in a, a really terrible band together. What was the name of the band? I think there were eight within like a month. <laughs> it just kept changing. But uh, he was a turntablist. He was a bass player. <laughs> yeah. okay. What kind of music was it? Uh, it was rock music. Yeah? <laughs> it, have you found that it's influenced anything you're doing with Two Dots now? No. <laughs> <laughs> Won't get those years back, actually. Uh, sure. <laughs> um, so you guys met in high school. Uh, the band is what brought you guys together in the first place? Okay, gotcha. So how did you get from Nashville to New York City? Uh, I think I came first and kind of set up shop and we started getting some work and doing various commercials and things like that. And then Cody came up after that. And how did you guys cross paths with the Two Dots Company? Ross met Patrick Moberg. At a, I was at a party. And we had been drinking a lot. And he said, he revealed to me, he's a pretty shy, quiet guy, as you know. And he revealed to me he was working on a game. And okay. that's how we got here. Yeah, right on. So the first game you guys worked on was Dots, like right at the inception. So that was when the company was extremely small. And uh, for those of you who might not know, Patrick Moberg is our co-founder. So you guys had a really, really like sensitive entry into the whole, <laughs> you guys came in when there was the most risk and... Uh, I don't know. There was just Patrick. It okay. Was just, it was just him. Yeah. And that was it. But, all right, I'm glad he impressed you enough. And now we get to sit with you here and uh, have this wonderful concert. 
Um, can you describe what kind of reactions that you've received from fans regarding your Two Dots music? Uh, people listening to it on repeat, <laughs> uh, which is good because yeah. that's how it's technically meant to be listened to, and that's kind of what it's designed for. Yeah. So, um, good. Good. We're, it's generally good. Yeah. We're we're delighted in the fact that people want to listen to this music outside of the game. I think that means a lot to us since we they have to hear it so much over and over and over again when they get stuck on levels because of things like fire and things like that. But they still choose to you know at home listen to it. it means a lot. Yeah. So what what's the inspiration behind most or some of your tracks? Is there a particular artist or a particular genre that you kind of look back on to? draw from so the the concept behind this band sort of the setup here is that it's kind of supposed to be this ragtag sort of bunch um and they're all adventurers in, in their own right but they they typically just like to sit around and pick guitars and that kind of thing yeah it's kind of like railway hobo music it's kind of like, the, <laughs> but they happen to have synthesizers oh, for something. In a reason. sophisticated kind yeah, of way, I guess. Maybe a genre on iTunes. A less depressing <laughs> manner. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, you guys do sound effects for us too, not just music. So can you tell me a little bit about a common process you take on when creating something new, sound effects wise? We like to generally mess around with analog synthesizers a lot. Um, so a lot of analog gear in general, anything that has tape or cassettes or anything like that. We do a lot of experimentation with that kind of thing, and then when you get enough material, you can cherry pick the sweet spots out. Why analog? What what speaks to you about it? It's texture. imperfect. Yeah, it's it's imperfect, and it it has texture. When you work a lot with uh, computer software, it can only go so far with actual texture and audio. But when you use a tape machine or a cassette deck and things like that, it can add extra dimension. It can't be nearly as easy as working with computer software. Or at this point, it, it needs a lot of time. Okay, it needs a lot of extra time. But yeah, oh, gotcha. So, can you tell me about maybe one or two really um, standout sound effects you've made for the game and what went into making it? I like the one when you uh, when you quit a level, and it's the. Can you do it better? You can do it better than I can. It's the sort of like a. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Something of the sort. Is it your voice that's behind that sound effect? It's one of ours. Kind of. I think <laughs> we have a this keyboard called a Casio SK1, and it's it's a little sampling keyboard, so you can record a sound into the little microphone on it, and then you can play back that sound in various keys on the keyboard. So you can manipulate the sound quite a bit with it. How many of the sound effects are you just making nonsense words? Um... 10%, 8%? That's like 8% more than I assumed. Oh. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. Most of it's uh. not what you, th you think it was or thought it was. Well, what's another example of something you've done? Uh, I did a, a coyote, I think, one time, and I recorded it with my voice and then planned on pitch shifting it, but it turned out just being okay as it was. So it's, <laughs> it's kind of still awkward when I hear it. I'm like, that was just me with an iPhone in my bathroom or something. Or I don't know. So, Ross, do you do anything yourself with just your mouth or sounds you make? Or uh, I leave a lot of that up to him okay. with the voice stuff. Uh, Seinfeld, <laughs> bow, 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 bow. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I gotcha. Uh, what was the, the toughest challenge you've had making Two Dots music? If one comes to mind. Making our equipment work, right, <laughs> I think. 
we fund uh, you, right? Uh, we give uh, you things. It's the um, technical side of seamless looping. Yeah, that's seamless a big one. Looping. It's very difficult. And okay. when you have a lot of compression of audio files, if something starts off as a perfect loop, when it goes into a game, sometimes it, it doesn't end up being in a seamless loop. So we've had some songs, I think it was like um, Desert or Beyond, that we had to make probably 50, 60 renders until oh, we got geez. it right. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's pretty frustrating. Was there a particular song as well that gave you one of the bigger challenges of your career here at Two Dots? Uh, maybe making the theme. Because, the main theme. Yeah, there was no... We were, with the help of the director, David, trying to figure out exactly what it was, and we just had to make a lot of different versions to figure out what, we were, what sound we were trying to make. Yeah, how did you settle on the sound you were trying to make? Just making a ton of different versions. So. Trial and error. Sure. Gotcha. Um, your sound has evolved over the past year, and over the past years, I'm sure, but in terms of Two Dots itself, um, I've seen a lot of different iterations of what you guys have done. Uh, would you mind telling me what's changed the most and the least since you began working on the game? I'll say the one thing that I've noticed writing the charts for this show was that when going through the songs that were in the first few levels of the game, it had like one section that repeated and then repeated and repeated and had different forms. But going into the later parts of the game, there's an A section, a B section, a C section, a D section, an E section, and the, the, the music just became a lot more in, uh, in depth and it has a lot more character to it, different sections. Which was, is tricky. I guess we started with simple, simpler music as we weren't sure what kind of music would distract the player or just be annoying. So we wanted to make sure it was out of the way, but maybe we're testing the waters now and okay. <laughs> pushing the envelope. Yeah. Do you have a favorite track on Two Dots? Maybe hard to choose between your children. But yeah. <laughs> I, I like, we're not going to play it today, so I probably shouldn't say this, but I like the, the Lotus Endgame the best. He, he made that one. I love okay. that one. Yeah. Lotus is one of the levels in the... Lotus is a world of levels in the 300s of the game. Uh, we're going to be playing up through the jungle. So Shouldn't have said that, sorry. Yeah. No, 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 it's okay. It's all right. We'll entice him for not next gonna time. Lie. No, not it's gonna fine. Lie. Yeah. Uh, we're already 15 minutes in, and we want to hear the music soon. Uh, but if anyone has any questions, please throw them forward before we get down to business. What, what are um, some of your musical influences? For me, um, I think Brian Eno... Tom Waits, and a uh, Japanese artist named Nobukazu Takamura are my biggest. That's pretty good. Um, <laughs> that's I don't good. know what just happened. But yeah. That sounded really, <laughs> really gotta, sophisticated. Got to write that down. Um, <laughs> I like a lot of uh, jazz artists. Uh, Bill Evans, Antonio Carlos Jobim, Klaus Ogerman, people from the very harmonic era. Cool. So when you're going to perform, how much of that is... Uh, structured and you have some preconceived notions and how much improvisation is to you and how much do you like to f balance those two out that's the interesting thing about going back to what i was saying a second ago is that um the early songs are structured uh, they have a very simple structure and it's, it's on repeat so we can improvise over it the whole show is going to have heavy improvisation throughout it but the later songs have a pretty um intense form. There's like four or five sections that weave in and out, but there's still improvisation throughout that. So it's kind of, you want to, we start with sort of a bare kind of skeleton and make the framework 
but just leave plenty of space for improvisation. Oh, oh um, do you ever look back at the older levels to inspire the new levels that you work on? And do you look at the theme of the current levels to, you know, make the sounds of your music? That's a great question. I actually just um, completed the next world last week. And sort of to get inspiration for that, I actually went back and looked at uh, four or five different worlds and took things that I thought really worked out of those and took different elements and brought them all into this new level. So I, I look back all the time. What about you? It's, yeah, they're definitely good to reference. Um, it can be chaotic if you feel like we're pushing the envelope too much to go back to the earlier ones and they almost seem sort of humbling. So it kind of keeps you grounded. That makes sense. Okay, let's get the show on the road. Let's do it. All right, uh, so this is what's gonna happen next. We're gonna clear the stage only for a few minutes uh, and we have a few iPads over here where you can play the game. Uh, one of those iPads is gonna be hooked up to this screen and uh, I'll be standing there. I'm probably gonna demo the first round of playing, but afterward, you, can guys, you guys can get your hands on it, uh, and we're going to match it up to what these guys are playing. It's a whole eight-piece band. It's very jazzy, very stylish. You will enjoy yourselves. Um, so something to keep in mind is that uh, when these guys are playing a particular theme, uh, what's going to be on, on screen uh, are the levels that correspond with that theme. So there'll be an underwater theme, and I'll be showing you guys levels from uh, the underwater levels. So. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, we're right over here. And if you are a little shy about having your own gameplay shown on screen, there are plenty of other iPads that will not be airplayed. So you can just play the game by yourself. We'll just all watch you awkwardly. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Encouraging. Really appreciate the interview. Thank you. Thank you. See you guys soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for Two Dots Live.
gets harder it'll be fine i promise there we go can we give her a round of applause please for just thank you
Next up, the dreaded fire dots. Please step up for this. <laughs> we need you. Anyone. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Hi. Good fan out there. Oh, man. Thanks so much for attending our event. <laughs> Just a reminder, uh, there are other iPads. If you don't want to play on stage, you can just play for fun. They're right over there. They're all free. Uh, if anyone else wants to come up. 
Come on up. Can we give her a round of applause? You had the awesome question earlier. Yeah. What's your name? Amber. Amber. Nice to meet you. Thanks.
Uh, does anyone else want to play? We've got time for... Oh, we've got one. We've got a man with a Batman shirt coming in hard. The man after my own heart. Yes! So good. Thank you for playing. Yes, round of applause is what to do in this situation. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Hey. The thing is, I've never played it before. you never played before? I've never played it okay. before. I will take you through awesome. it. What's your name? Mikey. Mikey, thank you so much for playing. Awesome. All right, everyone, let's kick it off. Thanks so much.
if you want to keep playing, please do. Uh, but if there are any other volunteers out there as well, uh, let me know. <laughs> you want to come up with them? Do you want to come up? Yes. Yes, we've got another volunteer <laughs> for a really hard set of levels. Hope you enjoy this. <laughs> cool. Thanks, guys. Two Dots Live, everyone. That was wonderful.
Thank you so much. Thanks again to Ross and Cody. Thanks to everyone at Two Dots who made this happen, as well as the Apple team. You guys are absolutely amazing. Thank you for coming out.